Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, 21st of December, and if you're watching the ABC this morning, you would have seen me wearing a Christmas hat talking about Elon Musk. Supporting Elon Musk. I'm glad I didn't do that on Facebook. I would doubtless be barraged by trolls this morning, by people who mistake Elon Musk's reputation for his character see the video. Character is what you do when nobody's looking. Reputation is what the public see. This is the Marcus Today, as I'm now calling it, strategy podcast. Just Marcus Today as we run into Christmas. This is general advice only if it's advice at all. Do not confuse it with advice suited your personal financial circumstances. Well, the headline of the day has to be Macquarie Bankers Banned from Lunch at Mimi's. I tell you, I have thought occasionally about going back into broking a career in maybe I could go out in a burst of fireworks as an institutional stockbroker at Macquarie with a massive expense account, schmoozing some of those institutional fund managers for the last few years of my life. No doubt I would have to hit the gym to fight off all that Sydney lunching, but I reckon it would be fun and worth it. If Macquarie want to ring me up as a new institutional dealer, please feel free. Otherwise, today is the story of reversing yesterday. Yesterday, we fell 110 points on the back of that Bank of Japan change in central bank policy. It's a little bit complex, but they widened the range they will tolerate rates to operate in from 25 basis points to 50 basis points, which was the last bastion of dovishness, the Bank of Japan finally going hawkish in the wake of a very hawkish week for the central banks last week. The Bank of Japan has joined the ECB, the BOE, and the FOMC in telling us that rates are, if anything, going to remain high and that inflation can't be trusted yet. As I say, our market fell 110 points yesterday on the back of that and is up 105 points today because Wall Street pretty much ignored it. Initially, the yen popped against the US dollar and Japanese bond yields shot up. But by the end of the session on Wall Street, the Dow Jones closed up 92, having been down 108 points at worst. When we were going into the close yesterday, the Dow futures were suggesting something precipitous, but it wasn't to be. So all quiet on the Western front, net, net, not much happened. And our market looking fabulous today. In particular, gold, the US dollar still dropped about 0.7% overnight, which is good for gold. Otherwise, all we really have today is a bit of a recovery from yesterday's sell-off. In the strategy portfolio today, we are gaining what we lost yesterday. And in the ideas portfolio, we are losing what we gained yesterday because our only bet in that portfolio at the moment is BBUS, which goes up when the S&P 500 goes down. We're still up 7.4% in 14 days on that little bet and are in no mood to change the tone of things and get bullish. So still holding our BBUS 
us. I did think about the gold sector trade today. You'll see the gold sector doing fabulously today. But the markup this morning's too big and the chart isn't that convincing. And tomorrow's another day. The good news is that we're now discounting a central bank hawkishness that we weren't discounting a couple of weeks ago, which means that there is more likelihood of an improvement in central bank sentiment than another deterioration. But otherwise, it's a pretty dull macro backdrop at the moment. Rates are not coming down yet. That's not going to change until some more central bank meetings. That means waiting at least until February the 1st for the FOMC meeting. And we have the US CPI number on January the 14th to look forward to. So hopefully we'll have three months of the market doing nothing so we can all have a bit of a break without looking over our shoulder. After yesterday, the alarm bells are ringing for the results season. Have a look at some of the charts in the strategy piece. Consumer stocks are not looking good running into the results season, nor are the housing stocks. You probably saw Domain Holdings warning yesterday about how listings have dropped off a cliff in December. Seems everybody tried to get their house on the market in November and now are going to leave it till next year. So Domain had a big fall yesterday, taking REA lower as well. And it's not a good sign for the whole housing market, nor is this interest rate trend, of course. There's an article doing the rounds you've probably seen about how fixed rate mortgage payers have locked in at 1%. And over the next year, a lot of them are going to start paying two or three times as much for their mortgage as they come off their fixed rate locked in before the pandemic. That's not the sort of stuff that makes for a buoyant housing market. And then we had things like City Sheet down 31% yesterday, BWX collapsing after it came back on yesterday. There's nothing buoyant about the retailers going to the results season. And I've put in charts of Redbubble, Temple and Webster, Kogan, the pre-pandemic, or not the pre-pandemic, the pandemic beneficiaries have had a terrible year. And I've put in a list as well of stocks exposed to the housing market as well. Almost all of them have been down in the last week and month, including the banks. On the technical front, I am announcing today that Stuart McPhee has delivered his last section for Marcus today. I will be driving a technical section with Leighton next year. We've sort of started doing it already. We're a bit loath to add trades ahead of Christmas, but going into the new year, we will do regular scans for you, report on those, include a bit of education ideas and have a table of specific technically justified trades for you to follow. And I've got a few technical observations in the strategy section today, mostly of oldest oversold stocks. The balance of oversold versus overbought stocks is way in favor of oversold stocks at the moment. And I've tried to highlight a few stocks that might be worth a look that are getting oversold. One of them is things like Aristocrat Leisure, Bank of Queensland. Aristocrat Leisure is a high PE stock when the market falls over, it gets crunched. The backdrop to gambling and casinos in general has been pretty shabby over the last few months, but it's a quality stock. High PE stock gets hurt when the market falls over. It will be worth a look at some point. Bank of Queensland as well has got itself almost oversold. That'll be worth a look for income for some of you at some point. And John's Ling Holt, John's Ling Group, JLG, which was a bit of a high flyer in the pandemic. The COO sold some shares yesterday and the share price got thumped. That'll be worth a look again at some point. Anyway, just watching stocks getting oversold at the moment. The other 
observation, technical observation today is there has been a golden cross. I do hate the expression golden cross where the 50 day moving average on the ASX 200 has gone up through the 200 day moving average. That's called a golden cross, which has a glamorous title for a very slow technical indicator that is always behind the times and you buy into a golden cross at your peril in the short term in particular because the market trend is still down. But a golden cross on the ASX 200. How glamorous. Henry is always writing about lithium today, pointing out the PLS announcement that they have achieved some higher lithium prices. This comes after the disappointment of the BMX auction price this week, last week, which saw the sector sell off hard. The sector's a little bit better today. Nothing dramatic. Henry was on the call on Ausbiz yesterday. You can get a video of him in the newsletter today. And for your reading pleasure, Henry has listed lithium exposed stocks today. You would not believe how many there are. As one of our members said in the 2023 predictions, stick to the lithium stocks that are producing something because if you're not producing soon, it's going to be too late. You probably saw that Morningstar analyst yesterday predicting a significant drop in lithium prices in 2024. The producers are MIN, CXO, PLS, IGO, AKE, Wes Farmers and SYA. Have a read of Henry's section today. In the broker research today, interestingly, LTR, Liontown Resources, another lithium stock. Macquarie this morning has a piece of research out with an outperform recommendation and a target price of 340. The current price is $1.38. In other words, they think there is 147% upside to Liontown Resources. The $12 million man, now a $30 million man, will be happy to read that. We also have in the newsletter today the update to the income portfolio. We recently cut out some stocks that were no longer yielding over 4%. Have a look at that. And that's that will about do you for today. Our market up 115 as I leave you, but it feels pretty quiet. I encourage members to email me your stock tips for next year. I've got a few of those coming in. I haven't had time to put them all together today. I will do that before the end of the week. Keep sending them in. Marcus at marcustoday.com.au and also send us your post-it note for 2023 and I will keep updating your list of predictions for 2023. Links in the strategy section today. That's about that. You have a fabulous day. We will speak to you tomorrow.